The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? I'm Doug Parker. Check us out online at CruiseRadio.net. Also, give us a like on Facebook at uh, Facebook.com slash Cruise Radio. Always enjoy when our voice guy, Craig Williams, comes walking into the studio. Hello. Glad to be here. Awesome, man. man what's I'm up? So, oh, I'm just excited to be here. I love uh, I love the whole idea of what you, you know, what you and Matt have been doing. I've been a big Jose Cruz fan of the Astros for a long time. I even got his card. Yeah. Number 25, baby. Jose you, Cruz. You realize man. this is cruise radio, like cruise vacation. Oh, you know, maybe I just need to stick to doing the uh, announcing thing. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> on this show, Larry Hockseller at Illinois will give his review of Royal Caribbean's Jewel of the Seas. He took a cruise out of San Juan, Puerto Rico. But first, Stuart Chiron, the cruise guy. What's up, man? Hey, Doug. Princess Cruises' his son, Princess, is going in for a $30 million refurb. What kind of changes are we going to see? Well, believe it or not, Doug, when she deb- debuted, she was the largest cruise ship in the world. When was that? <laughs> At 77,000 tons. That was 1995. Wow. And uh, hard to believe, uh, you know, what a what a you know few years makes, but... Uh, Prince is going to be putting $30 million uh, into the ship, and uh, she's going to have a two, it's going to be a two-week, essentially, makeover. They're going to be um, adding uh, their international cafe, a new sushi restaurant, seafood venue, and they're going to be updating their Horizon Court, which is their buffet area, and uh, do some work in their Lotus Spa. So when she debuts on August 20th, uh, she's going to be uh, looking uh, much different, much refreshed. Princess does a great job. And keeping their ships, you know, looking as new as as possible. If you want to follow along with Sun Princess's progress, just check out cruiseradio.net. We have a link there in the show notes. And uh, on the subject of Princess Stewart, looks like uh, the love boat heading to the scrapyard for good this time. Yeah, it's it's sad, Doug. Um, the Pacific Princess, the the you know the TV star from that essentially really inaugurated modern day cruising for mm-hmm. for many of us. Uh, is now um, off off the coast of uh, Turkey, and uh, they've already begun to, you know, tear her apart. Uh, it's 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 really a shame when you consider, you know, efforts to save the SS United States, right? Uh, you know, and uh, you know, Kennard's uh, former, you know, QE2, and you know, Queen Mary in Long Beach. That no one had made any effort to save this ship, and. You know, when when she's gone, she's gone, and uh, you know, at this point, it's going to be sad. And it was it was you know pretty scary to read that uh, two workers um, were killed mm-hmm. um, by toxic uh, exhaust while they were trying to pump the drain water from the engine room. Wow! And uh, you know, it's pretty scary. People think you know don't really realize you know what goes into you know when they they you know tear apart, they break these ships down, 
and sell them for scrap. But uh, it, it's very dangerous. Unfortunately, two people lost their lives. But you know, for an industry, we're uh, we're losing our TV star here. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I'm going to put a link to this in the show notes as well. Uh, Peter Canego on MaritimeMatters.com did a full, like, comprehensive photo gallery of her laid up in the uh, what was it in dry dock or laid no, up no, in a she slip was in Genoa, Italy, where it's yeah. been for several years. And Peter did a fabulous job taking us uh, on a tour, and he actually had some before and after photos where he showed you decks and rooms of what they look like during their heyday. And then, you know, what it looked like when he took the pictures, I believe it may have been a year or two ago. Yeah, I think it was like 2012, early 2012. Um, moving on here, Celebrity Millennium out of service for a week in Alaska. What happened? Well, it's, it's not a week. She uh, limped. <laughs> I guess that's a nice way to put it. She limped into port in Seward, Alaska mm-hmm. uh, on Friday. And uh, she arrived four hours later than, than scheduled because she experienced, again experienced uh, propulsion issues. And uh, in order to repair the ship, uh, the ship, they were going to have to keep it uh, in Seward uh, until Tuesday. Okay. So essentially what that meant was that uh, in order to get the ship back to Vancouver to meet the next cruise on Saturday, they're going to have to skip all of the ports. Oh, wow. That means no stopping in Juneau, no stopping in Ketchikan and Skagway. Um, so they're giving the passengers that did make their way there uh, a refund. And um, they're, they're also, you know, they also set up uh, different uh, excursions for them while, you know, in the Seward area to at least give them something. Otherwise, then they would still get a full refund plus uh, 50% off uh, a future cruise. Is that a northbound, southbound ship? Yes. Okay, gotcha. So, so it going does between, like... so right at the end, this sailing that was occurring was a southbound from Seward, you know, Anchorage down to uh, Vancouver. But, uh, you know, hopefully they're going to finally be able to fix these uh, engine problems. Yeah, exactly. And Celebrity's sister company, Royal Caribbean, just celebrated a huge milestone. What was that? Well, in uh, having uh, been in business for over 45 years, they've, had, uh, they've been cruising for 43 years mm-hmm. and uh, have had 20, a total of 29 ships in their history, Doug. Wow. And they just celebrated their 50 millionth passenger. Good for them! Wow. So, uh, which is you know pretty uh, pretty incredible, and uh, you know all things considered, uh, over over that period of time, uh, I think it would have been interesting to have seen you know well which ship and which person um, were they considering their fifty million? Yeah, how would you um, how would you do that? Well, I guess look, I have to pick a ship, and today's the day, and pick a ship, uh, pick a person, walking around uh, you know through you know out on you know coming on board and. You know, you're number 50 million. But, yeah, uh, cue I the guess, balloons. Yeah, I guess, you know, rather than, you know, it was just a fleet-wide thing. So, uh, you know, major congratulations to them on that big milestone. Yeah, very cool. And uh, it looks like Costa, another cruise line, pulling out of Egypt. But this time, it looks like Costa's done with Egypt, huh? Well, I mean, look, the, the easiest way to put it is uh, for the uh, indefinite future. Done for now. <laughs> done for now. Yeah. Um, they're they're canceling uh, their, the 2013 and 2014 itineraries uh, that stopped in the two ports of Port Said and Alexandria, Egypt. And um, they will be replacing it with more time uh, in Israel, in Ashdod and Haifa. Holland America is diversifying their Pacific sailings, it looks like, for next year. And it looks like Mazatlan, Mexico, back on the map. Uh, is, is Mexico still deemed unsafe by the cruise lines? I don't, I don't know if you know, they, they think it's unsafe. It's, it's, it has a lot to do with um, passenger perception, Doug. Uh-huh. 
And uh, the fact that um, you know Holland America feels Mazatlan is is safe enough to you know be uh, put back on the itinerary is certainly a good sign because now we can actually get back to doing Mexican Riviera, where before you know with Cabo San Lucas and Ensenada that's really Mexican Baja. Mm-hmm. You're really not hitting the mainland of of Mexico. So and it's it's a nice commitment when they're adding you know they've got two ships both Stadtdam and Veendam. Uh, doing uh, you know the sailings, uh, so they're, they're going to have more more uh, options out of San Diego. Uh, I mean, they're going to have seven to twelve night cruises to Mexico, uh, November, December, and March, and then they're going to have seventeen to thirty five day uh, cruises that uh, circle Hawaii, go out to Tahiti, uh, and even into the Marquesas. That drug war just screwed Mazatlan, huh? It went from like two hundred and fifty ships in two thousand and ten to like eighteen the next year. Yeah, it, it, it was crazy. a huge. Huge hit. Yeah, definitely. Did I read this right? Disney Cruise Line says no more smoking on the balconies. Yep. They've been smoke-free in their cabins, and beginning on November the 15th, they will not be allowing smoking on the balconies. And the the penalties are pretty stiff. If uh, you do get caught smoking, even if they just smell smoke in the room, uh, they will hit you with a $250 uh, fine to cover the cost of changing the carpet and, uh, you know, you know, you know, having to change the air filters in the room and fumigating, as as they're saying. I mean, that's that doesn't seem like uh, you know two hundred fifty dollars would even cover the carpet. But uh, um, they are going to uh, you know no more smoking. So there's only going to be uh, limited areas outside that they will designate uh, for their passengers that need to smoke. Stuart, we got a question here from our Facebook page. They ask, "What is the best place to eat in Cozumel?" Dining in Cozumel. Well, actually, one of my favorite places, Doug, that uh, we do frequent when we go, it's called Poncho's Backyard. Mm-hmm. There's there's one restaurant. They do have a location near the piers, but the the real the original one is 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 downtown in Cozumel. So it's a little further along the street on the right hand side after the cabs drop you off, and um, it's it's just a great restaurant. The food's awesome, and it's it's a nice shaded um, you know cool uh, environment. They do have some wise live music, you know, a a three-piece band that uh, does go in there and play the xylophones and give you a nice, uh, authentic Mexican experience. But it's something that, um, you know, a lot of cruise passengers don't know that really more of the experienced people that have been to Cosmo know about. So uh, They take credit cards? They do take credit cards. Very cool. So uh, Poncho's Backyard, highly recommend it. There you go, question answered. Stuart, man, I appreciate it. My pleasure. Cruise Radio News, now trending at cruiseradio.net. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. 
it's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or best? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being, and they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website, and they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. Have a question for the experts, or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. Always happy to hear from our listeners about their cruise experiences. And with us now is Larry Hochstetler out of Illinois. Welcome to Cruise Radio, Larry. Thank you. Now, you recently took a seven-night sailing out of San Juan aboard Jewel of the Seas. First, tell us about embarkation. Embarkation was, was very easy. We had been in San Juan for, for several days at, at a hotel. And in, the, in San Juan, the taxi cabs all run their fees by zones. So, you know, it was a relatively inexpensive trip from uh, the hotel to the uh, to the port, which is kind of by an old airport. Now the cruise pier is about, what, 30 to 40 minutes from the actual airport? I would say 30, yes. 30? Gotcha. And uh, I've never actually flown into San Juan, but since it is a U.S. territory, it's pretty flawless once you leave the U.S. and land there? No problems at all. Awesome. So you get aboard Jewel of the Seas, and um, what is your first impression of the ship? Well, considering that we had been on her before, uh, mm-hmm. several years ago, we took her out of uh, Harwich uh, for, a, for a Northern European run. Um, you know, you could see, you could see in a lot of ways she, she was the same. I think they've done a lot to try and, and uh, keep her up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could see a few things here and there that and maybe just kind of showed how she was dating a little bit. But overall, you know, they've really worked hard to keep her as a great ship. And uh, so you walked through the ship, you went to your stateroom. What kind of stateroom did you have first off? We had uh, a balcony on the aft all the way back. Oh, so a bigger uh, bigger balcony area, correct? Yes, 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 and that is exactly why we take them. And what do you think about the uh, the balconies aboard Jewel of the Seas? Well, knowing what we were getting, we knew what we, to expect in the larger aft balcony. Uh, we, had, we had a balcony uh, midship before when we took her the first time, and that was pretty small. And the aft balconies, they actually have, are they actually, um, I know the balconies are bigger, but um, are the actual cabins, the square foot, the same size, or is it a little bigger than the standard, like, 185? I would say it's just a little bit bigger, but not very much. It's, you know, it's still a standard uh, balcony. So you mentioned the ship was dating a little bit, but what did you think of the public areas aboard the ship and how they stand up on this voyage? I thought that they stood up very well. I, you know, I, they've done a lot of work to try and... Uh, and maintain the public areas. They have a gorgeous atrium. Uh, they do a lot of things there. Uh, there's always uh, uh, live music there. It was a great gathering before gathering place before dinner in the evening. Um, they've 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 done a lot to, to work at it. Any any favorite spots? That atrium before dinner in the mm-hmm. evening. 
was was an absolute favorite because they would always have uh, some kind of, of live music there. They did a, they did a uh, 1970s rock show there one night that was absolutely fabulous. It had the cruise director and all of her crew in it, and it was held right there, and the place was just absolutely jam-packed. I thought the steakhouse on Jewel of the Seas was amazing. Did you get to try any of the specialty restaurants? Yes, we did. We did both shops uh-huh. and Portofino, and I would absolutely agree with you. Shops was, was really, really good. Portofino was great also. We enjoyed both of them. What are the uh, what are the fees there running these days? Thirty thirty dollars per person for chops and twenty dollars per person for Portofino. Very good. And uh, did you spend any time in the main dining room or the buffet area? Yes, uh, he had, he had both of them were the nights that we were not in either of the in Portofino or chops. We were in the main dining room. And one of the things that I would say, you know, I, I read some some notes uh, prior to to our leaving that suggested that the food had kind of gone downhill on the jewel. I I can't agree. I mean, I, I thought it was as good, if not better, than some of the larger ships like the Freedom or others like that. Larry, how was the entertainment? The entertainment was good. For a class of ship that size, and I guess we generally kind of, kind of come to expect the better entertainment to be found on, on the larger ships, but the ship's orchestra and the the uh, entertainers on board did a great job. What ports did you hit on this uh, itinerary? We hit St. Thomas, we hit St. Kitts, we hit Aruba, and we hit Curacao. Which one was your favorite? Curacao. Yeah, the uh, when you pull in the port there and those different colored buildings are just like amazing. Like, oh, it's almost like you're living in a postcard. That Dutch influence was just something that you didn't see in any of the other stops. Yeah, definitely. Did you do any excursions on your uh, on your tours? We did. We did. We were off on every uh, port except St. Tom- Thomas. All we did from for St. Thomas because we've been there a couple of times before, was just kind of get off the ship, uh, walk around a little bit, um, get right back on the ship, and lay by the pool. Nice. And how, how was the pool area on the ship? Um, I know on sea days some people have uh, concerns of it being a little too crowded out there during the summertime. What were your thoughts? Um, you could distinctly see, you could see the difference. When we were in port, the pool area was, was virtually empty during the day, and you had no problem uh, getting uh, you know a lounge chair or anything else. When we were at sea, it was a little more crowded, but you could still you could still move around and you could find the place. That's good. And was your last port Carousel? Yes. So you leave Carousel, you head back to San Juan, Puerto Rico, and uh, how was the disembarkation getting off the ship in San Juan? Easier than easy. I mean, we we had a relatively early flight out of San Juan, and uh, they put us in one of the what the first groups. We got down there, and our, our luggage was already waiting. We just picked it up, went through customs. We used their transportation, but you certainly wouldn't have to. There were tons of cabs there. You could grab a cab and go right to the airport. It was easy. Very good. Any tips for first-timers sailing aboard Jewel of the Seas? Um, you know, it's, 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 it's in that Jewel class. It is not a, it is not a um, real large ship, so if they're expecting, you know, like tons of, of pools like the Freedom or larger ships might have, they won't be there. But it is that, you know, we still saw a lot of families. I would just say um, we are fond of, of aft cabins, and on that class of ship, they're pretty easy to walk to. But other than that, man, just get on there and have a good time. Very good. Out of, I was going to say, out of Lincoln land. 
<laughs> but it is Springfield, Illinois. That's correct. Springfield, Illinois. Larry Huckstetler, uh, thank you so much for sharing your experience. We really appreciate it. Glad to. And that'll do it. Don't forget to download our free Cruise Radio Live app in the iTunes App Store. Also, uh, you can get that on Android as well. And, uh, dude, Craiger, thanks for uh, stepping in. Hey, thanks for having me. I barely enjoyed, you know, seeing kind of how this is all put together. I, I will say I thought it was actually done on you know, a cruise ship. Well, you were like two two weeks late on that. I guess so. Yeah, so maybe um, next time you can come along with us. Well, that'd be great. Yeah, it really that would. would. Be fantastic. I think your station's off the air. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. From the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, on behalf of Matt Bassford, I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio.